0: Are you tired of making decisions that don't reflect who you are or where you want to be? Life is busy and worry, stress, trying to keep up with the shoulds and need tos, and the constant pressure to please others just pulls you away from being you and doing you. Well, welcome to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein, a coming home to yourself. As a psychotherapist, professional psychic, spiritual teacher, influential speaker, and adventurer, we'll have fun and practical conversations around how to know and listen to the soul part of yourself. During this live call-in show, Laura will engage the real you with card pulls, share guidance from the universe, and help you let go of the past so you can make choices that reflect your greater purpose to be who you were created to be. Grab your favorite cup of joe, come sit down with Laura, and let's start the journey. Coffee with the Universe starts now.
1: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Coffee with the Universe. I am your host, Laura Goldstein. And today we're gonna to talk about finding peace in grief and loss through the magic of surrender. Before we dive in, I just want to remind everybody that this is a live call and show. So we will be taking calls from anyone who is looking for guidance from spirit on maybe an action step to help them move forward if they are in a period of grieving or just feeling sadness over the loss of a situation or someone. The call in number is 1-800-930-2819. And if you're watching this on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page, please feel free to type in your request in the chat. All right, so today I have a special guest with us. Uh, She's a colleague, but also I consider her a friend, Angela D'Souza. And before I let her introduce herself, I just really want to talk about why I invited her in on this show. About the same time I uh, lost my mother, my mother passed away. And while my mother's passing was a little bit expected, Um, Angie suddenly lost her father. It it wasn't an expected ordeal. So around the same time, we were both dealing with the loss of a parent and if anybody's experienced that you know it's a tremendous amount of grief that happens because it is a parent it's it's that person that supported you and, and guided you for the most part i know some parents are not like that but uh, for the most part you know parents are supportive of their security in essence so i thought uh, angie would be a great fit for for today's show. So um, Angie, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell them who you are, um, what you do, and um, maybe a little bit
2: about your loss. Yes. Hi, Laura. Thank you for having me here today. My name is Angela De Sousa. I am a native Venezuelan who lives in the United States right now. And what I feel is my purpose right now is to help people resignify their greatness. And it's basically giving meaning, new meaning to life after you go through challenges and transitions and considering this grief and loss of a loved one or loss of a job or change of countries and so many others uh, really define our lives every day in every way, especially in a year like this one. Um, So basically what I do for work is that I am a life transitions coach and I am also a passionate, conscious leadership coach. So those are the two arenas in which uh, I work daily nowadays. Um, And how the three of this connect, you know, it's all of them have this key component of when you lose someone or when you lose who you were, whether it was your job before or in your life before, you need to reinvent who you are. And in the process of reinventing who we are, there's a transition that we have to navigate. And depending on how we navigate the transition, we really make it to the other side in a more healthy, successful way. Whether we, res- when we resist to it, then the path becomes a little heavier and longer. And this is what um, I think it relates to what we're gonna talk about today. It's the power of surrendering and the lessons that we learn when suddenly or expectedly we go through grief and loss. Um, so that's, in a nutshell, really what I do and, and who I am, besides being a mom and a, an entrepreneur, a stepmom, a wife, a daughter, and all those other hats that we still need to, to wear and deal with while we're going through changes and challenges in our life. Let's talk a little bit about surrender, because the word
1: surrender has several different meanings. When When you just throw out, oh, I surrender, there's this idea of, oh, I give up, Um, I failed at this. You know, we think of wartime, you know, waving that white flag, I surrender, I give up, I failed at at this. But from a spiritual, personal growth perspective, that's not really what we're talking about here. Um, for, For me, and I'll let you contribute a little bit to that. For me, surrender is really knowing that I'm not in control. There's a lot of stuff that I can't control. We can't control COVID. I mean, nobody could control that. Um, We can't control what the the business market is doing. We can't control when people get sick and die, when our, our pets get sick and die. So when when I'm operating from a place of surrender, it's just really knowing that, you know what? I am not in control, but this is the, the flow of life. And I have the chance to either go with that flow, like swim with the current, or I can swim against the current and, and really struggle.
2: Yes, um, there, there's, uh, the, the funny thing about words is that we learn the meaning to them. And then we take that meaning and we think that's in the only meaning they have in life. And surrendering could be confused, like, like you mentioned, with like giving up and and this also this letting go, but the letting go of forgetfulness. I surrender, therefore I forget. Um, and it's how do we navigate understanding that there's a much more powerful meaning to embodying and understanding surrendering in life in general, not only when you when you lose a loved one or or when you're going through a a challenging transition, but it's more when you feel that surge of resistance, a lot of times it's a little bit of a wake up call to ask yourself and take a deep breath and say, what do I need to surrender right now? What is this energy that I am going against that going against is not helping me learn, let go, heal and maybe move forward to what's the next thing that needs to show up or come for me in my life and that's the space um, that I think would be very powerful to kind of navigate through today you know understanding that surrendering doesn't take away your power on the other hand surrendering basically just helps you see what are you struggling with and what do you kind of need to to let go of to open up for new things to come and new healing to happen so that you can go and find the next best version of yourself, you know, and the next best step that you need to take in this particular moment or process in your life.
1: Yeah, and you you do that beautifully with with clients. I've seen you work with people and you really help them transition through that space Um, You're a great person um, to help them create space for their growth and to really process what is going on. It's just your energy, um, how how you are. So you do that beautifully, by the way, when you work with uh, people. And, you know, surrender actually, I, I think, takes a lot of courage because you almost have to look at what you're experiencing in a very different way. And we're gonna talk a little bit later about maybe reframing what death is or, you know, destruction in the case of I lost my job or, you know, I lost a home, whatever whatever that looks like. Um, but it takes a lot of courage to have faith that this is part of the process. You know, when I, when I was looking at my mom, uh, she she kind of gave up on life. She was uh, not well for a long time. So I, I really wasn't surprised when she passed, but I saw her give up and it, this, it pained me because I thought, you know, why aren't you fighting more? Why aren't you doing more to stay? Or you could, you could be engaging in physical therapy. There's things you could be doing. And, and at first I didn't understand, but then I had to surrender to the idea that, that this, was her journey here on earth. This was her choice to decide that she was done living this lifetime on the earth. And I had to actually just have faith that the universe, spirit, God, has a plan for her and that this is her plan has nothing to do with me i had to remove myself from that situation and just recognize that i am surrendering to what is because i can't control my mother i can't make her think a different way i can't you know encourage her i mean i could encourage her but you know at some point it's not going to do any good Um, so there's a lot of i think power and empowerment in the art of surrender
2: yes and and it is the key component also towards healing any process in life you know and in, in my case the experience was very different than yours because my case it was super unexpected my dad was partying he was having a great time the night before with his wife on an island where he lived with her where he served and he was just like, suddenly he's partying and suddenly he just feels short of breath. They check him out. He's fine. They tell him, go and have a drink and keep partying. And then the next day, because he wasn't, he was feeling very bad like that evening before he went to the doctor just to, you know, double check, make sure. And then suddenly he gets diagnosed right then and there in the hospital with pulmonary embolism. And this is a little secret about myself that I usually don't, don't, publicize very much but my career in college is cardiopulmonary technology so how ironic right how ironic that I studied this in college that I loved it and suddenly you cannot even help a loved one because you're not even next to them to even tell the doctor what you think they could be doing differently so it was like this phone call like that don't worry I'm going to be there you know in a few hours or tomorrow you know to take care of you and then suddenly you ring the phone and ring the phone and they're not picking up anymore so it's it's a huge shock and even within that shock of course it it was like traumatizing like seriously I I feel like I have a little bit of PTSD with with that I I happen to have four parents because my parents got divorced so I had like two two dads and two moms and it's like even though you know you have all those parents that are still here with you it was just my dad to me was a very special relationship So to me was like the end of the world so now whenever when someone is in the hospital that i love it's like oh my god you know you get like a little bit of that ptsd to it but going back to the surrendering and the loss of a loved one in in my case it was very sudden very unexpected super shocking and, and very difficult sometimes to accept Because before surrendering or between surrendering and acceptance, like they dance together, you know, there's an acceptance that you need to get to in order to surrender yourself to what happened and then to come back to, to accept the new reality, the new way things are going to be. And that dance is very difficult to, to, to uh, get in tune with when it's such a shocking situation, you know, sometimes it's not that one is better than the other, It's just that sometimes when you know your parent has a disease or your parent, maybe you see them spiral down, you kind of have that little idea of maybe an option is death, you know. But when you see so much life, it's like that was not an option for any of us. So what a shock. How do you navigate through this? How do you get into this dance that you do not want to dance to this tune at all, you know. And it's um, the spiritual part of it was really what helped me get through. In in the whole resignifying signifying your greatness process, which is this transition from uh, your challenge or your loss into getting towards greatness again, and navigating this dance of surrendering and an acceptance of what you don't expect, that that's what helped me connect into the spiritual realm to understand that there's so much that is not in our hands to control, that there's so much that it's also part of life. You know, he was. 78 years old so I was very lucky so how do I start connecting with these gifts that are hard to to dance to but that will help you begin the process of thankfulness gratefulness and surrendering to what is so that's pretty much what what really helped me start that first step like just saying okay I had you know 42 years 43 years of my life with him how lucky I was mm-hmm. um actually you know going through a therapy group, was kind of the kickstart of this gratefulness process, but understanding that things are going to happen sometimes. You choose sometimes, but other times they are just going to happen to you. And it's it's in those moments when they happen to you, when you're not expecting or or when they are not what you want, what do you do with it? How do you Mm -hmm. surrender? And in the case of death, you know, of loss of a loved one and, and grief, it's more like, there's this spiritual realm that you cannot control. You can call it God. For me, it's God and the universe and this, this gigantic unlimited space that we don't know a lot about. So thinking that he chose part of that depth in a way, like he chose the country he lived in for the last 15 years of his life and that what are the, the other possibilities of a pulmonary embolism, you know, which could be many other possibilities that he chose to leave this world in a in a quick, beautiful, painless exit, you know? So that's what helped me personally with my own particular story.
1: And I think that's a little bit challenging to do, to see like the wisdom and, and to find gratitude in it because a lot of us, when we lose something, we get very angry at the universe, at God. It's almost like it's directed towards, you know, why didn't you do something different? And it it goes back to looking at death in a different way, but also releasing your responsibility for that person's existence and their own process. Um, Sometimes people believe that uh, when, then someone is done with their life purpose. Like they have a sense of completion. It's their time to go no matter what age Uh, that does bring comfort to some people, especially like if they have a child that dies, it's like, why so young? Um, And there's this idea, well, maybe whatever purpose that child, you know, wanted to serve at this point, they successfully did it it and it's their time. So it's, it's, it's hard sometimes to be grateful and just appreciate when you're feeling that you know pain and grief on the inside. You know? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. When you are in the process, it's a roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. up and down and all around. That's how I describe it. You, I mean, don't get me wrong, you and I and I have been through this for like over two years now. And it's like the phrase takes time to heal becomes very important when we're, we're going through grief and loss and and it's just we can't explain it it's not a real explanation it's you have to go through a really yucky angry ungrateful um what's the other um thing that showed up for me was also blame like blaming me for not being there blaming me for whatever it was but For every person is a different path. And and this Elizabeth Kubler-Ross explains it beautifully when when she created, you know, that the process of the stages of grief that that we go through. And this particular um, graph of the stages of grief is very relevant right now in 2020 with, with everything that we've gone through. It's not only, what we're saying today is not only just about grief and the process of grieving and loss, but it's about the process of, uh, unexpected challenges that we have experienced in this year, where there have been tons of loss and many different kinds of loss, loss of, tons of loss of lives, but also loss of of who you, who we were before. There, there's a new reality. Uh, our jobs, uh, I mean, so many changes. And it's it, I, I connect this in in my book whenever it's finished to come out. But it's how do we understand that the process of of loss and a little bit of the grief. Goes along with our life every time we have a big change you know so she explains it really well where we the stages of you go through grief and it's like a different stage every time and you and each person individually takes their own time on each stage and it's not like this linear process that you're here and in, in a year you're going to be better it could be two years 10 years five years And just one song, one phrase, just suddenly boom hits you in the heart, and you're like, "Oh my god, why do I cry? Why why do I feel so horrible again? Like this has been a long time." And that's and that's grief, and we have to surrender to it. And just kind of like when it shows up, just let it be and be with it. it. Let go. (laughs) All right, we're going to take
1: a short break. Um, when we come back, we are going to talk about how trying to control off and control life and maybe suppress how we're feeling to not experience loss just creates even more loss. So uh, we will continue on when we return. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known light body whisperer, Grace Holm. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit graceghome.com. That's graceghom.com.
3: The Coach Peggy Show, all things wellness with Coach Peggy Wilms. Tune in live every first and third Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on transformationtalkradio.com. Are you settling? No more. Coach Peggy takes on all things wellness, We go way beyond nutrition and fitness. The Coach Peggy Show is not afraid to be bold, badass, and it's never half in. For more information, visit allthingswellness.com. Hi, this is Brittany Miles from Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All, here to share a tip with you. It's called 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We all need a break. Time to let it go. Here's a great go-to when you need to surrender and get back to the present moment. Acknowledge five things you see around you. Acknowledge four things you can touch around you. Acknowledge three things you hear. Acknowledge two things you can smell. Acknowledge one thing you can taste. And with that, take a deep breath. Now you're in the present moment. Brittany Miles, Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. You can find me on the second and fourth Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio.
4: Hey, everyone. It's me, Psychic Medium Jamie.
3: And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit Tip of the Week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I
4: have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants.
3: You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling even if no one is saying a word.
4: I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week
3: if any of these examples resonate with you please come check out our new live podcast shades of spirit it's on every monday morning at 8 a.m on transformation talk radio you
4: can also find us at shades of where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575
3: are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world then don't miss the Creative Empowerment Show Invoking Radical Love with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your
1: superpowers and activate your heart, visit RachelChase.com. Welcome back to Coffee with the Universe. We're talking about how to find peace and surrender during times of grief and loss. This is a live call and show I wanted to remind you if you would like some guidance from the universe, maybe an action step to better cope or let go of something. Give us a call 1-800-930-2819 or if you're watching live on Facebook, feel free to go ahead and fill in the Facebook chat. All right, so let's uh, continue on. I want to talk about how when we try to control or even suppress feelings of grief or loss, because I think what happens is people generally don't want to feel bad. I mean, who wants to feel miserable? We don't want to have that fear of losing someone, not having someone in, in our lives. We don't want to Uh, be lonely. We don't want to experience the change of maybe having to explore a new career because of, of job loss, going back to school. There's a lot of fear in that. And I think that people then try to control their environment. It's like, oh, I don't want to experience loss. I need to do everything in my power to suppress this. But all that does is it contributes to more stress and anxiety and actually contributes to more loss. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe what are some of the consequences of of this avoidance, and and what does it really look like?
2: Yeah, um, as I'm hearing you, really the word um, I like to use in my coaching sessions of transition is, you increase the pain, you know, when when you don't navigate through this process intentionally and try to avoid the uncomfortableness and the getting away or outside, stepping outside of the comfort zone because you don't want to feel the pain, you actually end up saving the pain for later. So when it comes back, it comes back in a bigger form, in a deeper shape, and and it becomes a little bit more intense than if you try to navigate it as it comes, as as it shows up. And the reason is what you just said, we we get comfortable. We get used to not feeling, you know, um, this uncomfortable oh. And okay. when when there's change, when there's changes and transitions, we have to step out of your, our comfort zone. So it's, how do we do that? And also most important, importantly, it's how are we choosing to do that and who are we choosing to do it with? Are we taking this time to really understand that you're not alone. You're never alone. You need to reach out there. There's tons of uh, therapy groups around you, whether it's therapy groups for moving into another country or loss or grief. So find some help to navigate it so that you can really relate to this in a healthier way. So when it, so that you heal it as you go along, even though it's uncomfortable, it's not coming back in a heavier, more painful way when it shows up. If you, if you don't deal with it as it shows up. Does that make sense? It
1: does, it does. Um, I like to use the metaphor of like inner trash can. If we keep trying to stuff our feelings and suppress and be like, I don't really feel this way, I'm fine, I'm great. At some point that trash can is just festering on the inside with garbage. Our negative feelings take up energetic space. And if you think about regular trash in the trash can, I mean, imagine if you didn't ever throw out your trash, what that would look like, whether it's underneath your sink or, you know, somewhere in the kitchen um, it would reek and it would decompose and rot and fester. And the same thing happens to when we try to stuff those emotions and not use our support systems in order to effectively cope. And the one thing that i think gets impacted the most even though we don't necessarily think of it is our physical body disease illness low energy um just that anxiety it's like our physical body starts to absorb that negative energy that we just keep stuffing into our trash cans
2: yeah absolutely. And that's a beautiful analogy thinking I'm we're gonna I'm gonna copy it in, in the future <laughs> and the the other way to represent it also is um the information. It's the emotional information, but also the conversational information that we continue to feed into our brain and it gets into our heart and into our soul when we're going through such uh, traumatizing moments in our lives because it's it can be very traumatizing to go through through a loss of a loved one or even to lose your job or or to have to move to another country to to look for better opportunities or even the loss of your pet. I mean, it's just the space. It's just the space of loss and grief. And uh, a technique that I like to share with people to use also it's how do you dump that garbage out? And and one of the ways is journaling. You know, just start dumping it, dumping your brain out into a piece of paper. For me, it truly helped. You know, to just start writing. I started writing. I decided to to finally start writing my book. And even though a lots of those pages may not be going into that particular book, it really helped me. Um, understand better what I was going through it helped my feelings come out it helped all of the stories of blame that I was putting in my head release from my heart and my soul and not staying there and fester you know and and also to kind of like when we're going through the process of grief and grief and loss we our, our energy levels go down so energetically speaking, you, you, we are not resonating at the same level of energy that we do when we are going through greatness, when we're excited about an achievement, when we are moving forward with a new plan in our lives, and it could be also a challenging change in your life. But it's a different type of energy. So grief and loss, grief and loss, resonate at a very, a, a much lower level of energy. So also, kind of like when we are in that level of energy, understand that our emotions are going to be different, a different type of emotion are going to be showing up for us, we're going to have a more handy. And they're usually not these emotions that we use to be more empathetic and connect to the other because we're more into an inner space of something truly happened to us. So we're the victim of a situation. Therefore, our resonating energy is going to kind of be there. So when we are dealing with life and dealing with other people, if you still have to go to work, if you still have to be a parent, if you still have to lead your team or your organization, just be aware of the self-care you may need to take or a step back because you're going to be connecting to, to your energy in your team, in your home and in your work in a very different way. And this could tip us over into a more challenging situation, you know, where all the pain comes back and then we inject it into others. So how do we navigate all of this uncomfortable zones with more comfort, I guess, would be the space, right? I, I like that you used the word, uh, or you brought up the word
1: victim because what surrender isn't is, oh, look at all that happens to me. Poor me. Now I'm just going to sit on my sofa and eat bonbons all day and watch Netflix. I give up. That's not, you know, that's, that's not what we're talking about here. And the negative energies drain your overall energy. But I also think like the power of acceptance, like I was trying to think of the word that came up while you were talking for me is acceptance and what energy surrounds that. And to me, when you are accepting of something and you understand, you may not understand exactly why it happened or the timing of it, but you understand the process, it allows you to move forward and to make healthy, empowering choices to continue to, to move on and to, in some ways, embrace change. Sometimes change can be very exciting. And sometimes we get to the other side and we're like, wow, you know, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, like divorce for me was a time of grief and loss. But when I got to the other side, I was like, wow, you know, divorce was the best thing that ever happened to me. But we don't realize that when when we're stuck in just, oh, I've, I've lost this.
2: Yeah, and, and I think I have I have navigated all of those different spaces of transitions okay. and loss and grief now that you're saying this. And it's I think that's that helps you really understand the journey of getting to a conscious leadership or conscious self-leadership for the next time something like this happens, you know, and it's for me it was like changing the con- changing different countries throughout my life. Um yeah, th- going through divorce myself, uh, losing the loved one, so changing careers, like all of these steps, you know, many of them I chose so they were exciting. They also had challenges, but the ones that you don't choose that just suddenly hit you are the ones that become maybe a little bit more difficult to transition through. And some of the words, I'm gonna pick some, some of the words that you do you share because it's very important to understand that it is a process. Like healing from loss and grieving, it's a process. And to invite whoever is listening to understand that it's not just a magic pill that anyone can give you. Because also, besides being a process, it's a very individual process. So it's like it's like a custom made session, you know, it's a custom made conversation because it has to do with you and your experience, not only the truth of what happened. As a, as a fact of reality, but how are you choosing to live with it? How are you choosing to connect? And the power of choice becomes your number one key here to to navigate this this transitional period in a, in a healthier, more uh, less painful kind of way. And understanding that surrendering, it's another step that there will be anger, there will be very uncomfortable emotions that would show up, uh, frustration, anger. Um, What was the other one that I I mentioned? Blame, blaming yourself, guilt. And then, you know, to to get to the other end is how do we start accepting all this? So this word of acceptance, and it's a surrendering and the acceptance, you know, surrendering is like on one end and the acceptance it's on the other one to, to get back to your greatness. And it's how do we navigate this in, in, in a better way. And in all honesty, it's also understanding what acceptance means. Like before we were talking about surrendering, now it's what is acceptance? Because also a lot of times acceptance and forgiveness, which will help us heal through the process kind of come together. And it's like, let, let's take a little bit outside of grief. You know, when, when you hate someone or you feel like you have this problem with this other person or your team and it's like, I cannot accept what they did to me or I cannot accept what happened to me in a case like like loss and grief. Um, it's how do we move from accepting doesn't mean that I'm okay with it. Accepting doesn't mean 100% like, oh, this is great that happened to me or that I necessarily like, to let go 100 like like pretending that it didn't happen acceptance is how do i surrender to what happened and see it as it is understand that there's some things that are out of my control but then take it back to accepting those things that you can still control that you can still have a choice over you know that which choices can you make to continue being connected to your life to finding new meaning to reframing What's going on? And my favorite word is to resignifying to what's what's next. Your life with without your loved one, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, we are going to take a short break. Um, this is a, a good stopping point because I really want to get into um, some of the tools, like you talked about journaling, but I want to talk about how do we surrender? What are some actual tools, tips, techniques that we can use? And one of those is maybe reframing how we even look at loss and grief and death. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about that when we continue. I also created a little freebie for everyone. It's called the Surrender Guide. So we are gonna dive into um, how, but this is just something that you can print out and keep with you and read over as we may not get to all of these different tips. So you can get the Surrender Guide. Again, it's a free download at www www. www.cwtu.net slash surrender guide. Again, cwtu.net slash surrender guide. We will see you in a few minutes.
4: Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one? who's in early recovery or battling addiction. Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, certified life and recovery coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait, get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everyone, it's me, psychic medium, Jamie. And me,
3: spirit walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit. Bring you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if spirit or an angel is around you or your home? Ever since I was a
4: child. And today we're gonna to go over a few signs and indications that they are near us.
3: What about hearing your name called but you can't quite find the source? Has that happened to you?
4: All the time. I see moving shadows or bursts of color out of the corner of my eyes. I'll have objects that go missing
3: and then turn up in the most random places.
4: Especially when you're trying to get out the front door. I'll have electrical devices that turn on and off for no reason.
3: I'll see repetitive number
4: sequences such as 444,
3: 1111, or 1234.
4: Join us each week, Monday mornings at 8 a.m. for our Shades of Spirit podcast on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also follow us and make appointments on ShadesofSpirit.com or give us a call at 858-858. 684-7575 to book your appointment
5: how many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park how did you get like this next time someone tells you great job you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to courage to be seen radio with host sherry clark sherry clark is an experienced global engineering leader coach and mentor From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you check out her website, seen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later.
3: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information About the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888 777 4232.
1: Welcome back. So let's get down to the nitty gritty on specific tools techniques you can use to surrender. One of the things that really helped me was to actually look at death and loss, or more like death, like physical death, death of a loved one, death of an animal as a spiritual process versus a physical process. Now, I don't know about everybody else out there, but um, I do believe in multiple lifetimes, we are here to learn and grow as soulful beings. We choose to incarnate, to experience ourselves as a human being. Um, to learn and to sometimes resolve things that didn't work out so well for us in previous lifetimes. So I'm a firm believer of that. And when we think about death in that terms, yeah, our bodies are gone, but our soul is still there. It still exists. There is no death for the soul. It continues on. So when you think about like death as being quote, the end, I find it very comforting to think of it as it's not the end. In essence, it's just the beginning because in my next lifetime, now what new adventure do I get to experience? How do I get to grow even more? And what do I get to see and learn? So just looking at death in a different way is very helpful. And I'm also a big journaler, like you You talked about journaling, Angie. I love to journal. It's actually part of my morning routine. And I feel that me having a consistent morning routine where I do journaling, I meditate and connect with myself, listen to my real self, not the self that's yakking up here. I set the intention to really connect to myself, connect to source and just feel that joy. And when you are struggling with something, It's a good time to offer whatever burden you're feeling up to spirit, to God, and just say, you know, free me from this burden so that I can find peace, so that I can find relief. So my morning routine is something that is non-negotiable for me. I, I hold near and dear to my heart. I do it every single morning, even if I had to get up early, I just, you know, wake a little earlier than normal. It's so important to me because this is my time to find that place of peace, no matter what is going on around me. Um, I did actually create a little course so just a side note for anyone that doesn't have a morning routine or they're interested in establishing one. Um, I did create a little mini course. You can check that out at CWTU.net slash Morning And now I'm going to turn it over to you, Angie, and just let you talk about maybe a few other tips that really supported you in your surrendering uh, to find more peace.
2: Yeah, um, I took uh, quite a few different approaches, right? Um, One of the approaches that best worked for me in the beginning, and it still does till today, it's uh, waking up and going to going to bed, especially in the very very difficult days, with finding out what I was grateful for. What could I thank God? Um, because in this case, for me, it's really God, but like the universe uh, for giving me the time. In the case of my dad, with my dad, um, actually two years before my dad died, I had a, also lost a pregnancy that I was kind of really looking forward to to coming to to term. So that's that was another beginning, actually, with the grief and the loss. So I bring this because it's like once I was healing from one, then another one came. So there were two big waves that hit me. and And I just really like to to share with everyone is how can you always find a silver lining in whatever goes through in your life, when you go into challenges, to transitions, and specifically through grief and loss. It's taking the time, it could be two minutes just to think, what could I say thank you to God, to the universe, to to yourself or to the deceased person to, to put you into that energy of, of thankfulness and, and gratefulness? Because that will start shifting your mind. It will help with the chatter up here. It start with a grateful heart or end, end your day with a grateful heart. And like you said, trying to make this a a daily habit, it'll become a new routine for for yourself. And then I also um, connected more to the spiritual realm. What helped me was reading books. I read a couple of different types of books. One of the books was more in understanding the process and understanding, like I read the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross book, and I also read a book about what, what happens, you know, when someone you love dies, because it, it was an explanation of the grieving process stage by stage, so it helps you navigate through it, and it really talks about the loss of a loved one, or a husband, or a son, or, or a, a pet, so it's very specific, and it's a good guide to, to help you understand from maybe your mind, But what helped me the most was this whole spiritual connection to something bigger than than us here on planet Earth or something bigger than us in our daily basis. And that really allowed me to understand beyond religion because every religion has its own um, rituals, which I really um, want to tell people to do whatever rituals they believe in because it helps you navigate the the beginning of the grieving process and, and start letting go or learning, you know, it, it's there, there on purpose, but it's something bigger. It's beyond just, oh, sorry, you, beyond friend. the religious rituals that beyond the religious rituals that we have to practice on earth, it's there's something bigger than us in the realm, you know, so how do you connect with that? So that's the other space I would like to invite people to to, to to in the surrendering process, going back to yourself, breathe, you know, take these breathers. If, if you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling like you can't deal with this, I did feel a lot of anxiety. I went from like a baby sleeper to having to sleep with my lights on for a while, having to use like vaporizers with essence like lavender or like grief essence that are already mixed in there for you. I had to do a lot of different things in the beginning to calm myself down and to allow myself to connect to towards something bigger than me. And that that makes me still feel connected to my dad, um, even though he's not physically here. And it also connects you with your greatness. And when I talk about greatness, it's not, oh, I'm so great. I'm so cool. I have all these followers on Instagram. It's about the greatness of the divine, of that magical star does the god that created you whatever you believe in something bigger that created you and and you that's the reason why you you're still here and it's also the reason why your loved one uh is not here still like whatever the the path is you don't have to be right about it or wrong about it or prove others right or wrong it's just connect to something bigger than you Connect to that greatness and and just remember that there's an essence of that person when they're not here anymore, of the life you lived for short or long. And that really changed my mindset every day and, and also feeling because maybe that will be for another day. But then you you really feel the unlimited world out there, the unlimited uh, space in which time just limits us to connect to the other realm. I know it sounds a little crazy, but it's really true. You know, when, when, when do you have that connection with someone on Earth, on planet Earth, and then they go, what will keep you connected to them is that essence. It's that unlimited space in the world that you have access to any place, any time, any day. And I
1: think too, you can still have that connection, like through ritual, it doesn't have to be more religious, but I know that I had certain rituals that I did with my mom, um, you know, going, we'd go shopping once a year for my birthday. And I don't even love to shop, but I love to shop with her because it was our thing. Um, and, you know, around the holiday time, making Christmas cookies and things like that. So you can still honor yourself and your loved one by continuing with those rituals. It's not like, oh, that person's gone. I I can no longer do these things. It's really healing and healthy to continue those rituals in honor of whoever it is that you lost. Uh, There's a bunch of others. We're not going to have time. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to have time to get to all of them. So I do want to remind everybody to go ahead and download that free surrender guide, uh, because in there we do talk about uh, actually expressing and allow yourself to feel because that's a challenge. People don't want to feel, but when you can relax and release and actually feel when you're triggered, that supports the healing process. That's a surrendering process. So check out that surrender guide, cwtu.net slash surrender guide. You'll get a whole bunch of tips. I want to allow for enough time so that um, Angie can talk about how people you know how people can work with you, how they can find you. I want to make sure that we get all that in before we have to sign off here.
2: Thank you, Laura. Yes, uh, you can find me at dynamicgrowth.coach. That is my website, and in my website, the, there's a link right then and there to to connect with me directly. You can just book a session. There's a couple of different types of sessions there. You can just book a quick. Signifying your greatness session, how to get back to greatness. Or if you just want to work with me, just book a coaching session and we'll start the process right then and there. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at dynamic growth and you will find there are more tools on how to navigate through this process of transition and resignifying your greatness is a movement that is also coming up and you'll see more on it on dynamic growth on Instagram. And again, my website is dynamic growth dot coach i look forward to offering you more of what we spoke about today towards your signifying your signifying your greatness today and any day anytime and any place if angie's energy resonates to you do reach
1: out because she like i said before i'm like a teacher i like to create courses and teach you know tools and techniques but Angie is the creating space, hand holding—not in like a, uh, like a restricting kind of way—but walking through and just to, you know allowing you to to be and, and process thoughts and feelings. She's wonderful for that. So if you would like some more ongoing support for this, please do reach out to her because she's a great person. To do such things. Not, not my energy. I did the whole, the therapy thing before, and uh, now I'm doing a radio show. So that tells you.
2: <laughs> it, it's not, it's, it, it's even more fun than therapy because coaching is really just finding your greatness in your, your own pace. So it's basically partnering with you as you navigate this transition from loss to greatness, basically. So that's the invitation. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm gonna leave you with a tip and then I'll put the pressure back on you, Angie, to uh, give everybody a tip. So my tip is that we have a choice when we are experiencing grief and loss. We can either fight against it or we can surrender to it and find the beauty and the wisdom and the peace in whatever we are experiencing.
2: So I'm I'm gonna let
1: you a tip, you got one minute. Well, basically,
2: any process of this in life has a silver lining. And when you partner with someone to help you see that clearly, then you come through greatness on the other side and you'll actually find a new purpose in your life that will help you deal with your grief and loss. That That's the transition from loss to greatness. So remember, you are not alone. There are many of us here who can help you navigate from grief to loss to greatness. Thank you so much for
1: joining us today and sharing your wisdom with the world. Uh, thank you for those listening and uh, we'll see you next time on Coffee with the Universe.
0: You. You've been listening to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein. Thank you for taking a break and giving yourself this time in joining Laura for Coffee with the Universe, knowing yourself and listening to your inner guidance are the first steps to creating more joy, fulfillment, abundance, and peace. Make sure to come back next time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to do more live card polls, share tips, and ideas to help you let go of things that are no longer working so that you can truly be yourself. If you'd like more information or to set up a being, doing, guidance session with Lore, please visit loregoldstein.com. That's loregoldstein.com. Don't forget next time, visit with Lore on transformationtalkradio.com.